Welcome back to TFE, a weekly news podcast in which we give our thoughts, feelings, and emotions on the latest gaming, film, tech, streaming news, and other random crap we feel like. I'm your host, Dan, and I'm joined with you, as always, by my co-host, Danny. Hello. How are we doing? I'm going to just skip over this week's episode because I didn't write anything to fill it. So let's just go into rapid reviews. <laughs> I, I, no, we, 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 can, we can discuss something. No, let's just leave it as all, all surprises. Let's not put any... What I will Flair. say is we're not discussing Twitter. Well, there is Twitter news, but I refuse to talk about it anymore because I refuse to use this. Well, I don't refuse to. I still use their service. We've done two just... weeks running of just cons on Twitter news. We can't keep doing this. <sighs> so, but it's it's a this is definitely definite uh interesting situation. All I've been watching is just Elon Musk argue with people on Twitter, and I'm just like, oh, this is what you want your CEO to be doing is just answering and asking and complaining about everything that uh people are doing yes well no more twitter <laughs> shut up at least for this week at least for this week so we are going to go into rapid reviews because we've not done that for a while since marvel has now released the guardians of the galaxy holiday special now we're not going to do a full tbo on this because i'm already like three weeks behind the tbos and i'm probably still going to be no more weeks behind the tbos yeah i liked it but i don't love it <laughs> it's a good holiday special but not a good Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> also, full spoilers, because I don't really care that much. <laughs> it's 45 minutes. You have time to watch it. <laughs> I mean, there's not really that much spoilers. There's... Is it even canon? I don't know. I think so, because... Well, I don't think the gift that Rocket gets is canon. No, that can't be. Yeah, because he gets... Basically, he gets Bucky's arm, which also, is a little joke. To can the I just say how weird game. Groot's face looks? Yeah, Groot looks really weird. He's like a big, chunky boy now. But he's, he's fat with like a pH, but... Got a small head. See, because I think what they did, that's practical, I imagine. Yeah, it looks quite practical. So they, they've probably put like a guy in a suit, which means it needs to be bigger than what Groot actually was in the first one. And I feel like it's more like a Lego man, because yeah. it's like a blocky sort of thing. Like the whole way this was shot felt very weird. Mm. It, it didn't feel, I don't know what it was about it, but it just felt off. I don't... I don't hate it. I just don't love it. I just don't think it was necessary. I think that the animation was a weird choice as well. I know that they're trying to replicate the um, Star Wars holiday special. Because that's what this is based on. Because James Gunn liked it as a kid or thought it was terrible and wanted to recreate a mockumentary sort of thing. I don't really... Yeah, it's just a weird one. Yeah, it is. Also, Mantis is... I thought this was already established that Mantis was Peter Quill's sister. I don't think it was this big of a surprise because I just thought, yeah, she was one of the children of Ego. <laughs> so yeah, I, sure I thought like, she was a, as well. But looking maybe, back, maybe I Peter Quill's just an idiot and didn't realize. I don't know. I don't think. Yeah, she ever. No, because I think um, all she ever said was Ego found her when she was a child. I guess. Yeah, it's been a while since I watched all the. Uh, I need to watch all of the Marvel movies again. I been a while. don't want it. <laughs> maybe Dan, we watch an episode. Oh, not an episode, a movie a day. <laughs> no, a movie a week for all of next year. <laughs> well, based on the fact I've still not seen Black Panther, we're going to be here a while. Yeah. And yeah. I'm starting to, start to get to the point of, am I actually going to go watch Black Panther? Well, you could wait for it to come on Disney Plus in like two months. <laughs> I might have to, you know. I don't... I, I'm I'm busy all week this week. Like every, mm. single, every single day. I've got something doing. I've got no time to go watch it. There's a long movie as well. It's like two hours, 40 minutes. Yeah. And then the good travel time as well, because I have to go like 40 minute drive to go get it. It's like, it's like a four hour detour on my day. And I don't think I have four <laughs> hours free at any given point for like ages. 
Mm. So I'm sorry, there may not be a Black Panther review. <laughs> I might do one, I don't know. I'll have to watch it again. Yeah, Danny might do one, but I don't think I can, unfortunately. Life sometimes takes priorities. Mm. Although it is winning the third straight weekend at the box office. I'm not so too surprised. Is there any other films out there at the minute? No, there's fuck all. <laughs> I was looking at it with my friend earlier, and we were just like, what are we going to go watch? And then it's like, The Menu, Matilda. The new Disney pick, uh, Disney movie that's apparently got like the gay thing that everyone's mad about because there's like the first gay couple of animation or something. Like without being like, you can cut it. <laughs> like it's not one scene. It's like the characters throughout. Yeah. Kind of yeah. like um, Andor. Um, but yeah, he, it's a good movie. I don't think it's the best movie of the year, but it's definitely up there in terms of phase four. <laughs> It's not hard. It probably is the best film of Phase 4, is it? No, I think Shang-Chi is better. Fair enough. I'd have to think. I, I, we need to do it. We'll do it when we get to our roundup of the year. We'll, we'll, have, we'll have done that. Hopefully it'll be on Disney Plus at that point. It won't be. No, nah, they're like two months after it like releases. It's like 40 days or 60 days. So Yeah, like two months. I don't know. Maybe. When did it come out? It came out like three weeks ago, wasn't it? Three weeks ago because it's the first straight weekend now. <laughs> but maybe it will be on by Christmas then. I'm sure they'll do it because they'll be like, hey, look, snuggle up at home and watch whatever by the fireplace. Yeah. Let's go on yeah. into stream that movie news into my head. And we're going to talk more about Disney. Disney's Bob Iger is in, has had a shock return into the media giant. Yeah. Remember he retired like in just after 2020 because it was like, yeah, we're going to steer Disney through all of this uh, time. And then they hired another guy called Bob Chapanik. And then uh, they basically, he basically did a bunch of stuff that no one liked, but was necessary, I guess. And then they went, ah, thank you for the service. You took all the brunt of the bad stuff. Now we're just going to bring Bob Iger back. <laughs> yeah, well, what do you think this means for Disney then? Um, More animation because for adults. Because That's Bob good. Jack and Nick came out and said that animation is for children. So we might. <laughs> but yeah, um... I don't know, Bob Iger seems alright, but he's a CEO of a massive corporation, so he's probably a cunt. You don't know that. He may not be an Elon Musk. No, he seems like an alright CEO. He basically gave Kevin Feige the power to run Marvel rather than the guy who was originally in charge. Yeah, that's good. That's and good. basically said that um, uh, no one would notice if you replace Terrence Howard as... Uh, Brody, because all black people look the same. Oh dear. Yeah. Um, and was one of the reasons why Black Widow never got a solo movie or toys or anything like that. Was that Bob Iger the reason why? Or? No, 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 no. The guy, oh, the, right, um, yeah. the guy who also still ha like originally spearheaded because Kevin Feige was a producer, and then the guy who was like Mike Perlmutter, um, was the guy who kind of owned the Marvel stuff, and then when Disney bought marvel basically the reason why phase two had a lot of like controversial stuff and whatnot was because they were trying to side like fight against mike perlmutter's ideas mm. and then eventually basically kevin feige went straight to like bob Iger and went look give me full creative control so i can run this and actually make you money and then basically yeah that's how kevin feige basically got the top dog position nice so yeah um but yeah, uh, it's fine, I guess. They basically just needed a guy to take the brunt of raising all the prices at Disneyland and all of that and making 
all the tough decisions about what to put on streaming or what not to put on streaming. And then now that that's all kind of done, they can just go, well, fuck you. <laughs> they also didn't tell him. They just basically went and just kind of went straight to Bob Iger and went, hey, look, can you come back? Because Disney's shit is tanking <laughs> under this guy's management. And we want we want to spike back in thing. Yeah, fair, fair so, enough. Yeah, yeah it makes sense. Welcome I mean, back, Bob the Builder. Better, can you fix it? Who knows? Maybe, maybe Bob can fix it. Carrying on with Marvel, though. Long-awaited a Spider-Man sequel of Across the Spider-Verse. Well, this, yeah, the sequel is Across the Spider-Verse. The original one's Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, I realize I added words to sentences again. Will feature diff or reportedly feature six different animation styles, which is good. Variety people. Well, because I think what the each animation style is based on the universe that they go to. So oh, basically, oh, they're going to multiple different universes, aren't they? Yeah. So we basically get six unique universes, rather than what Marvel was was just like slideshow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here's all the universes. We're going to go to one that looks basically the same, but everyone wears hats because that's Classic. the thing. Yeah. And traffic lights are red, <laughs> and then one that's had an incursion. Um, but yeah, hopefully all these animation styles are fucking sick like the first one. Do you know what would be cool? If they did arcanes. <laughs> yes, that would be very cool. But I mean, <laughs> I mean, more specifically, if there was a, uh, a Kang gotta... variant in there. Yeah, maybe. As a little, just a little Easter egg. Is it? The is... thing is that this one is the same as fucking uh, No Way Home because everyone's like Tom Holland's going to give a cameo voice. Toby Maguire's going to give a to uh, uh, a cameo voice. Andrew Garfield's going to give an anim uh, animated voice. And I was just like, can we not just have stuff that like doesn't need those people to like get people to go and watch it? Because the first one's fucking incredible. And I really hope this one lives up to it. Do you know what I hate they don't do? I hate they don't do? I hope they don't do. Live action segment? Yeah, I don't want him to do live action. I don't want him to do that. I think it'd be funny. <laughs> Just watching like Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire and Andrew Gar uh, Tom Holland do the pointing thing again. And it's just like, well, there you go, people. You got it. Now fucking watch the rest of this movie. No, yeah. Th that, that's not needed. It's just not needed. It's already been done. Yeah. I hope it's good, though, because this movie got delayed and it should have been out by now. But because of COVID and everything, it got delayed back. So it's next year, like June. <sighs> and I really want to watch it. Yeah, maybe good. Because oh, I like also good animation. Well. Yeah. I like good animation. You do. You do. That's why we watch Arcane. And the first Spider-Man. And that weird in intergalactic that I didn't watch, but had the similar art style as Spider-Verse. On to, we've lost the controller of the newser now. A new AAA ga alien game is apparently in development. Yep. Which is, yeah. The alien franchise is running wild. Aliens mad, you know. It keeps just going. It's yeah, like Call of Duty, this... but, but different. So, sources have said that Grasshopper Manufacturer will be developing the project. It's understood that the alien title currently believed to be under the codename Marathon is currently being developed for the gener current generation consoles with a AAA budget. Um, yeah, unfortunately, they weren't able to verify the developer behind the project, but learned that the game is slated to be a survival horror, shocking, that will take inspiration from the franchises, including Dead Space and Resident Evil. Oh. Shocking that the Alien franchise is going to be a survival horror. I thought it was going to be like a rhythm game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dance, suppose, dance yeah. revolution, but with the Alien. That'd be so funny. <laughs> like you get Ridley, uh, 
you get is it Ripley in the the mech suit and you have to do little dance rhythm games and each dance you, like you fight the the alien. It, or like you know, since, of, it, since it's so popular, we may have, a, may have got a battle royale game. True, although I think most battle royales are dying in terms of like development for them. Yes, I think people are just kind of staying on the ones now, right? Like Fortnite, Warzone Two, Warzone Two Point which is coming soon. It's out. Sorry, no, I meant to. I, uh, I was reading another article literally just out of the second, and it was. Will you think the, Fortnite too? No, it was on about the Rocket League game mode that's coming on to Warzone. Oh yeah, that thing that. And I was like, was oh yeah, that's coming terrible. soon. But no, that's like different. Well, that was meant to be for Thanksgiving. For, wasn't that for the World Cup? Yeah. Yeah. We're not going to talk about that World Cup, even though England won one, tied one. They, they did, I... yeah. So they beat Iran six two, and then they drew nil nil with USA. Give yes. me one moment, please. You realized your webcam is stuck. How's everyone's day going? Dan's walked away. His micro, his uh, webcam's frozen, so I can't tell if he's coming back or not. Um, but yeah, uh, I've been having a nice day. I went shopping. Uh, I went and bought a bunch of different food because normally I have very similar stuff, and uh, I basically went, "Hey, look, I'll go get some uh, different food to try," and then uh, yeah. Um, I am I'm just going to start pointing out things in my room. What uh, have you been doing? You're pointing stuff out in your room? No, I, st- I spoke about uh, food. Your it's webcam's just frozen, just really boring. And now my mic levels all make, make messed up. Mm. We should be right now. We should be good. Your webcam's still frozen for me, though. Why is my webcam frozen? Mm-hmm. That is a really clap photo of myself. I, I, I am it so is sorry. a very interesting photo of you. I look like I've just died on the camera. <laughs> it looks like you're mid-sneeze. Oh, there we go. I'm, I'm good now. I'm good now. Ta-da. The magic. Moving on, let's go on to the Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet. Apparently, the Nintendo's fastest selling games of all time. Yep, that's all there is. Although the <laughs> I know you ones. love Pokemon. Yes, they're uh, the follow-up to Arceus, which was the first open world Pokemon game that they did. And then this is the next one. But it's new and buggy and people are very d- divided on whether or not it's a good game. Yeah, it's so weird to me, this. It seemed because... Why is it always two games? Because uh, it's to encourage sharing. Because they put region, they put game specific Pokemon. Yeah. So you need to buy. Basically, what they did was they were like in the uh, early nineties and stuff when they had the Game Boy. They were like, hey, to encourage people to play together and uh, meet and share and collaborate, we'll make two copies of the game. One so we can get more money. But we also have like region, and then you trade your Pokemon. And there's like, if you trade your Pokemon, they'll get a new evolution, stuff like that. And then as the years have gone by, and those kids have grown up, they became sad adults who buy both copies of the game so that they can trade with themselves, so they don't have to interact with people. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our society where we will do everything we can to remove social life. Nah, um, yeah, it's it's basically to try and get like, I guess encouraged like people to work together and trade because nintendo's all about weird family values and stuff like that i suppose so. Um, it is a family console isn't it yeah which uh oh i missed that news fuck i should put that in but basically out. uh sony yeah uh well it's it's we'll put I'll, I'll find it but it's it's for the sony xbox thing um fair enough i mean should i just move on anyway yeah yeah move on it was just that the, the, it's sold a lot of copies I can't remember how much. It's like a lot of them. 
Apparently, China has now resolved. Oh, 10 million, t- oh. 10 million physical copies and downloaded units in three days. Oh, yeah, that's, that's quite a bit. That's quite a bit. That's card numbers, baby. It is. It is. That is popular as card. That's quite impressive. China has resolved its gaming addiction, apparently. And yeah. it may not need the industry regulations. I'm not sure what it is, though. How, how, are, they, uh, how are they fixing this? Well, uh, gaming addiction. Gaming, gaming addiction. Well, they banned it, and then they've gone... We did that, and then they realized how much money they were looking at, and they basically losing, and then they went, oh, shit, uh, we fixed it. You can play games again. So they didn't even do anything about it. They were just like, yeah, yeah, so it's fine now. No, that's just my joke. Um, basically, what they, because we spoke about this, they basically locked gaming to like three hours a day or whatever, and then forced all the companies to like put implementations in. Um, and then they basically went, look, people aren't addicted to video games anymore. But they also probably did look at the fact that they're losing shit tons of money. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> and I, then they went, ooh, how do we not lose face? We've cured gaming addiction. We, we are geniuses. Yeah, this is after like a year of this and whatnot. So yeah, they basically went, hey, look, we've cured gaming addiction. No one is addicted to, to video games anymore. Yeah. I mean, is there still a lot of... um? Regulation on what ge- what games can feature, right? They can't do certain things. They can't do. The oh, I've just read anymore. the dumbest fucking thing in the world. What's that? Uh, Metro UK. Microsoft. Uh, Microsoft should have just bought Sony and saved a lot of trouble. Yes, that would have always worked. And uh, a reader argues that instead of buying up smaller publishers, Microsoft should have just bought Sony PlayStation business from the start. <laughs> Oh, people are so fucking stupid. Yeah, do, do they not know that Sony's clearly the, the bigger company and is impossible to buy? Mm. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. we'll just quickly go on to the unknown Warner Brothers thing and then I'll talk about this thing that I'm finding. Unknown Warner Brothers, you say? Ah, yes. Unknown Warner Brothers game appears on the Xbox Store with a 43 gigabyte file size. Is this... A game that's meant to be coming out, do you reckon? Or do you reckon this is just something they've just never said? I don't know. It's just a random file, which is 43 gigabytes, just turned up. Uh, a mysterious with the code name Meatcat or Metcat. So M E T C A T. Just yeah. turned up on the Microsoft Store. Uh, yeah, and no one knows what it is. No one knows what it is for. <laughs> um, but it's there. And then, um, yeah. With a name like Metcat, I would imagine it's maybe like a, a Catwoman thing. No, I reckon maybe? it's got nothing to do with that. That's just a code. Oh, name. no, I imagine it's just a dumb name. Because uh, my, my products named that work, we, we have the same thing, and they're named nothing to do with what they're actually meant to be. But yeah. At one point, we named some of our products based on England players. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, no one knows what it is. No one. But maybe it's a game that was going to come out for the Game Awards when they do that. Because they might have made it so it's like a preload for when you, um, like a new game that they're going to announce at the Game Awards or something. And then they were putting the file on or whatever so that people had a preview for the page. Mm. But maybe it just got leaked. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Who knows? It may have been an accident. May have been planning a game that was meant to be there. Anyway, let's move on into uh, some more console news, which is uh, Feds likely to be challenged. Feds? Oh, yes. Fe- the Federation Federal of Trade Commission. The US, right? The US one? 
Yeah, the U.S. Federal Trade Commission. Yeah, the, the U.S. Federal Trade Commission is likely to challenge the Microsoft $69 billion Activision takeover. I think the EU is also sort of questioning it as well, right? Yeah, because un, un, unsurprisingly, it's a big deal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's not just I get Call of Duty on Xbox Game Pass. It yeah. is. Microsoft making a hell of a ton of money from this. Yeah, and buying the biggest gaming company... Like developer publisher, yeah, it should not be a it should not be a main like Microsoft because they're, they're, I love the uh, Microsoft's argument is that it's not gonna uh, stop uh, like competitiveness, um, but what they could have done is made more competitive because everyone's like, oh, why doesn't Sony make a Call of Duty competitor <laughs> if they're so worried about Call of Duty leaving? But they aren't going. Why didn't Microsoft just use that? 69 billion dollars to fund multiple different call of duty competitors and other game studio competitors or make new games for their own platform why do they have to buy activision why don't they just pay for the exclusive stuff that sony pays for and of course the answer is many game the majority of gamers of the world like the casual ones. Yes, who play one to two free games a year and they buy a console so that they can play one game. <laughs> yes, and that game is usually Call of Duty. Or FIFA. Or FIFA. Or, and then they maybe branch out to other stuff because they have Game Pass, which allows them to play stuff for free. Yeah, and they wouldn't understand other games or other gaming cultures. They would just go, oh, Call of Duty. I'm going to get that I know people. I know people who don't even know that this was happening. Yeah, because, because they don't they don't know developers, they don't know publishers, they just know Call of Duty. Yeah. And if they see Call of Duty is on this platform, they go buy Call of Duty on that platform because that is the game that they want to play. Yes, they are not going to take it off PlayStation. Obviously, they'd make way more money just by having it on PlayStation because they take 70% of every purchase, every microtransaction and everything from Sony. Like Ugh, it's so weird that people... And also, they're just like, why aren't Microsoft just using that money to fund games and make competition? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's it would be so much more beneficial for Microsoft. I know game development, you never guaranteed a hit, but you're pumping 69 billion. All Microsoft's doing is securing that they've got pre-established stuff that they can milk for shit. Whereas they're not risking anything. That's the thing. Sounds they're not like making Disney. competition. They're just gatekeeping it, basically. Like Disney, just keep, just keep doing franchises. Don't yeah. have to make anything else. It's, it's, yeah, don't make original stuff. Acquire the stuff that works so you don't have to worry about any risk. Yes. Yeah, That's so, why so. they're not spending that $69 billion on other stuff because they don't want to risk the $69 billion. But they don't need to risk $69 billion. They could just risk $10 billion. <laughs> But no, they can guarantee with that $69 billion that they'll make profit. That's the thing. Um, and then, yeah, so the, FD, uh, the FTC is basically looking into it. Uh, basically over antitrust lawsuits to block the Microsoft anti-Activision deal. Uh, according to free people with insider knowledge, um, the lawsuit would be that the FTC's biggest move yet under... Chair Lena Khan to reign the power of the world's largest technology companies. It would also be a major black mark for Microsoft, which has positioned itself as a white knight of sorts on antitrust issues in the tech sector after going through its own grueling regulatory antitrust battles around the world more than two decades ago. Because what people forget is Microsoft loved to be antitrust. 
They love to just buy studios and then take the competition away from them. Yeah, they do. That's exactly what they do. Yeah, this is what every big tech... This is the thing. Every big tech company has done this. And it's just because we've been... People have been, like, stupidly lax. That's why Warner Brothers uh, Discovery was allowed to go through. It's why the... Because, like, they're like, oh, yeah, it's good. It's rich people just making money off of it. And then if it tanks, it tanks. They don't care. <laughs> like, no, the Warner Brothers, uh, the Disney Fox thing shouldn't have gone through the way it did. But it did. Because there was, like, very, the, there's so much laxness to the antitrust laws. Whereas the FTC and stuff are, like, actually maybe starting to put their foot down to stop these sorts of things. In the last bit for this was uh, Sony has claimed that Microsoft's true strategy behind its proposed acquisition of Activision Blizzard is to have PlayStation become like Nintendo and not compete in the 18-rated uh, rated shooter space. Yeah, I suppose that it could be seen as that, yeah. That one I feel like is a bit of a push. Mainly because but, Sony do a lot of 18 exclusives. Look, I got a war, for example. Oh, yeah, but they're, they're like, yeah. Um, also, um, I like the fact that Microsoft has basically come and said, no, no, it doesn't even consider PlayStation and Nintendo as its competitors. It's like Amazon and Google, because they're the people who can buy up the studios if they actually made a push for gaming. So we're just getting ahead. We're just going to buy these studios before the antitrust laws come in, which stop us from being able to do this. If the Microsoft acquisition doesn't go ahead or acquisition one doesn't go ahead I should say who do you think would buy it no one because at least not for a while because no one's going to try and touch it for ages um what will happen most likely is microsoft will just take that money and just buy exclusive rights from activision as a partnership basically screwing sony over regardless but that's fairer trade because they're not actively profiting off of it for every purchase on playstation activision is the big winner there Mm. not microsoft which look i don't have an issue with microsoft as a like i have many issues with all of these companies (laughs) like none of these companies should own activision like the big acquisitions of all because all it does is it limits um because no game developer wants to have their games compete with their own games which is why disney owning so much stuff because you have to then spread it out that's why the x-men's going to take like 10 years before they even come Whereas before we were getting X-Men, Spider-Man, and Marvel movies all at the same time, because there was competition. Now Disney just basically consolidated that, and now you have to wait. So there's no competition, so Disney can just go, yeah, because we're not going to have X-Men cut into our uh, four movie profits. And they have too much stuff. We're not. We, that's why you have to have Avatar, Star Wars, Avatar, Star Wars every year. Because they're not going to have their movies compete at the same time, are they? They're not going to have a Star Wars and an Avatar at the same time. Because they're just cutting into their own profits. Yeah, I suppose Marvel's more, more profitable than both of them, aren't they? Yeah. Which is why they do it like, so money. Yeah. But it's like, you, you're basically not going to have a Call of Duty release at the same time as like Fallout. So you'll have two different game studios have to shift their entire schedules. And yeah, you'll probably get them spread a bit more. But like, they're going to have to like compete with other stuff it's just such a weird thing that people are like yeah i just want call of duty on game pass that's all i think about <laughs> look i get sony's done a lot of like dodgy shit i get microsoft's done a lot of dodgy shit but none of these companies should be buying activision <laughs> it's just too big a property in it yeah anyway that's my rant we have a whole episode on it for tbo go listen to that we really have no sub segments as we do we nope <laughs>
That's fine by me. Well, do you remember Artemis? Most of all, last week was subsection, so I thought I'd kind of do the opposite. Fair enough, you know, average it out. Back in Detect Time and Shenanigans... Back in Detect Time and Shenanigans now. We'll mm-hmm. ignore the fact that I still can't have a talk. Do you remember the Artemis rocket? Well, apparently it's now finally arrived at the moon. Yeah. I know you like the Space Boy stuff, so. I do, I do. I am interested in this. This is this is interesting. Because, of course, humans are going to return to the moon. Yeah, so the Orion capsule Keyword swept return. 100... Just saying that, sorry for interrupting you, but conspiracy theorists, return. No, it's not. It, it's, it's all on a soundstage. Unless they're going up there the first time to make it look like they went up there before. What, so they can build the Sage set on the moon? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the Orion capsule swept 80 miles above the lunar surface and it will now begin to enter the larger orbit. The vehicle was out of contact for 34 minutes during this maneuver, which began at 12.44 GMT as it took place on the far side of the moon. When was this posted? Six days ago. So the 21st. Yeah. Uh, and as the signal returned, the spacecraft sent back an image of the Earth. NASA says so far the mission has exceeded expectations. Last week's launch. Oh, so, look. Yeah. It's not its actual planet of the Earth. Not, And it's around. It's very tiny. That's because it's very far away. I know. <laughs> you wouldn't think they would have zoomed in a bit. <laughs> yeah, it's quite amazing. So if, you, if you think about like, all the other films, like, uh, oh, look how big it is. And then, no, no, it's, it's still quite small. Mm. Also, that's on the far, that's from the far side of the moon. Yeah. So, but it's cool. It is quite cool. I, would, I mean, would you ever go to the moon if you had a chance? Uh, I would like to. I don't want to go to Mars. Like Elon Musk. No, wants. Mars is dead. <laughs> dead planet anyway. Because, like the moon seems at least somewhat hospitable. <laughs> like you could you could terraform it maybe a bit easier than Mars because Mars Imagine is just a boiling. Imagine if we actually terraformed the, the the moon. Yeah, it'd be interesting. I don't think we can, but I I forget how terraforming works. Because you basically just implant a lot of natural soils and things. That well, you need to have an ozone layer. Well, yeah, but you have to then you have to basically artificially pump it in, and then yes, but I, I'm sure our ozone layer has got something to do with our magnetic core. I'm sure it's got something to re- related to that. Look, like, it without- would be it wouldn't it would, we wouldn't have a natural. I don't think you'd have a natural ozone because you'd basically be in domes. Yeah, like you, it would do, I mean, you could definitely do that. You, you, you could it. maybe get like a natural oxygen supply, but you wouldn't have an ozone layer because yeah. you basically have you basically have everything under a dome, which is basically your ozone layer. I think we, what we'd have to do is just put a whole dome on the whole moon. Yeah, but at that point, or it defeats the point. Or of a big, big like piece of glass just floating above it, like a yeah. big square piece of glass that you can throw a rock at and cracks and just shatters and then it all sucks into the gra- like gravity and then everyone dies because it spears them through the heart. Moving yeah, on. Cool. Let's move on, move on. And we're going to talk about tax-filling websites have been sending users financial information Filing. to Facebook. What do I say? Filling. Oh, yeah. well, it is, it's, it's close yeah. enough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, who do you want your taxes going to? You want them going to Facebook. I'm sure Facebook already knows everything about your tax. Oh, yeah. Well, this is the reason why. Because basically, you know, um, if you ever go on a website, they have the share um, Facebook thing and Twitter, YouTube and all of that. So you can share things to social media platforms. Yeah. Do you know what they're for? Um, well, just share it to social media. No, no, basically, if you don't have a social media profile, those icons allow, you know, when you accept or reject all of the cookies and stuff, Hmm. those icons allow 
Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and all of that to build a ghost profile of you if you don't have an account. Okay. So basically, using your like IP address and stuff like that, they basically every time you click on a website and you have um, like you use it, and they have those share icon things. Uh, basically, that allows them to then gather the data on you. Right. Yeah. So even if you don't have an account, there's a ghost profile of you, which is all of the stuff that you've checked and looked at, so that when your account actually gets created or whatnot, they can start targeting ads to you because of how sophisticated it is and stuff. Like how deep Facebook and all of those companies have to like try and get your data. Like even if you don't sign up, you still have a profile in Facebook's database. <laughs> Because they're like, it's just based off like your um, IP address and things like that. And every time you look on a website and stuff like that, you never, you never not have your data looked at basically. Um, but yeah, so basically what this was, the, uh, so the data that's sent through widely used code called the MetaPixel includes not only information like names and email addresses, but often more detailed information, including data of users' income, filing status, refund amounts, and dependent college scholarship amounts. Um, the information sent to Facebook can be used by the company it's to power its advertising algorithms and it's gathered regardless of whether the person using the tax filing service has an account on Facebook or other platforms operated by its owner Meta. <laughs> so this is the thing, like face like there's so much data going through Facebook and Meta and all of these companies that they don't even know what all of it is. So they do like those ghost profiles are just created because of the algorithms and stuff. And they don't even know that they exist sometimes. That's so crazy. So you have so much data just passing through that this, this was just found out. So uh, each year, the Internal Revenue Service processes about 150 million individual returns filed electronically. And some of the most widely used e-filing services employed the pixel the markup found. So, so much. <laughs> Uh, when users sign up to file their taxes with the popular service Tax Act, for example, they are asked to provide personal information to calculate their returns, including how much money they make uh, and their investments. A pixel on Tax Act's website then sent some of that data to Facebook, including users' filing status, their adjusted gross income, and the amount of their refunds. So basically, these are all illegal, by the way. You're not meant to be sending public, like private tax filings to like companies. No, no. <laughs> um, so basically... Facebook was able to determine whether or not you're poor, rich, how much money you're making, all of that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, it's just crazy that this is like it just a, Facebook takes so much data that they don't even realize that they're doing this. <laughs> Can we also just take a moment to realize how mad it is that US, you just have to file your own tax returns. Oh, yeah. And the thing is, the uh, tax agency knows all of your things anyway. They're just basically doing an honor system to see if you're filing your taxes correctly. Yeah, it's a stupid like, system. They, they you- don't need you to ta- file your taxes. All they do it for is so that if you fuck up, they basically go, ha ha, if- because they make it so difficult. <laughs> So even if you do it by mistake, they're like, fuck you, that's affected your tax credit. At least in the UK, we have such a be- a, such a good tax system. Well, it just comes out your pay slip. Yeah, but it's a good system, though. Yeah, like, it's I exactly don't It's exactly what you want. You have no hassle, it just happens. Yeah, you don't have to look at every single thing you've purchased throughout the year. I that's why I'm like, always, like if you own a company, yes, you have to have, but you have lawyers and you have things to deal with that. But in America, if you're like just a person, you need to like file your taxes at certain points of the year. It's so weird. A waste of time. Well, it's just a way to control people to make them 
uh, like subservient. Yeah, yeah. And finally, we are going to talk about how uh, Mercedes-Benz is to introduce the acceleration subscription fee. Yeah, so we talked about heated seats being an added extra on cars. Yes. And now Mercedes-Benz has stepped it up one more. Uh, And if you want to have super fast acceleration, you got to pay extra. It's so stupid. Why? Why is there so many subscription fees now? Also, it's like a grand, which is so funny. Like, if you want your car to, like, accelerate that slightest bit faster, you need to uh, pay, like, a grand extra for your car to have the uh, NFT of acceleration. <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah want- I, don't, I don't see why every company now is going, right, we have a product. How do we make this a subscription service? Oh, here it is. Uh... For an annual cost of £991, excluding tax, the company will enable some of its vehicles to accelerate from 0 to 60 a second faster. <laughs> wow. My life is so complete now. When? Wow. Uh, Mercedes has confirmed to the BBC News it currently does not have plans to intru- introduce the acceleration increase in the UK. It will be available for purchase in the US on Mercedes EQ. EQE 350 and the EQS 450 vehicles as well as their SUV counterparts. According to the Mercedes US online store, the feature electronically increases the output of the car's motor as well as the torque. That's the stupidest thing. So they basically put a limiter on and then you have to pay to unlock the limiter. (laughs) It's so funny. Uh, All told, it estimates this amount to be 20 to 24% increase in output, allowing the Mercedes EQ 350 SUV to accelerate from 0 to 60 at about 5.2 seconds, as opposed to the 6.2 seconds without the subscription. What you've done, though, is limit it so that you can then sell that. (laughs) It's so funny. It's so backwards. It's almost like Marvel making a bad series for She-Hulk and then justifying it with a finale for no reason. So just making a good show. You like you've soured on She-Hulk, Dan. I'm a little bit. Maybe the internet's just soured you've, me. But, you've, I mean, there's still no, there's still that argument we had, right? Though we still. Mm. Oh, that's but you've so, become so bitter now. You've let yeah. the the haters win. Haters have got. To <laughs> you've me. let the she hate. You let Todd win. I'm not you want to go steal She-Hulk's blood, man? I'm not really hating on <sighs> She-Hulk so much. More hate on Marvel. Oh yeah, they they've made a well. That was all under Bob Chapinick, so. Now it's all under Bob, even though all of this stuff is like planned 40 years in advance. And it's many Kevin Feige who does it all. Yeah. But Disney has to approve it all. True, 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 true. Anyway, let's finalize. I don't, why, am I can't, why can I ever talk? Let's go into our final section of recommend, do you recommend, don't. Whatever you watch this week, you recommend. No, I've watched too much stuff. I still need to watch that Wednesday um, thing, the Adams Family new TV show. Because apparently it's great. Uh, and also, it's a new Netflix live-action thing that I might never watch. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I watched um, Limitless with Chris Evans. Uh, not Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, uh, which isn't the movie with Bradley Cooper. This is a National Geographic uh, docu-series, basically, with Chris Hemsworth going through a bunch of physically intense challenges and stuff like that to better his health. Uh, yeah. Because... And also, this is the thing that uh, he found out that he might have uh, pre-deprecate to early-onset Alzheimer's, which uh, means that recently he's stepped away from acting so that he can focus on improving himself and spending time with his family and stuff. Yeah, which is... I don't have to say about that right now. 
Yeah, no. Uh, and then I also watched a couple episodes of Zac Efron's version of the same thing, but less, more like just appreciating the world that you live in. Um, and then I also watched Our Universe. Oh, I also watched Knock Knock, which is the Keanu Reeves, Anna Diarmas, and some other girl, where uh, Anna Diarmas and this girl basically go to Keanu Reeves, who's happily married and has kids, uh, seduce him, and then torture him uh, for like an hour and a half. It's a weird movie. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, also, I've continued to try and get along with my Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we, know, we, we, we all know how, how much you're struggling with that. But for, for, my, for my side, I have finished Inside Job. Nice. It. Maybe I we have, could swap the Black Panther thing out for Inside Job 2. That might have to be the high case. Mm. I have started watching the FIFA Uncovered series to do the FIFA corruption, mm. which is... How's that doing? It's crazy just how corrupt it is. It's so corrupt, FIFA. Shocking, isn't it? Well, I already knew it was corrupt, but I didn't realise it was that corrupt. Mm. And then also, I'm still watching The Devil's Hour. It's getting a bit more interesting now. I finally understand what's happening because I was so confused at the first episode. What's The Devil's Hour? It's on Prime. I did mention it before. It's got Peter Capaldi in it. Is it a movie or a TV show? It's a, it's a six-episode thriller. Oh. But the first episode was really confusing because you don't really know what's happening you just got loads of these shots i just it's like four different oh, stories oh this thing time. this keeps getting uh, recommended to me i'm yeah, gonna watch yeah. it it's number five in the uk it's got very good reviews i'll watch chris hemsworth do exercise and memory puzzles and deal with the consequences of death it's sitting um, at 7.7 imdb the whole series i think some episodes are like nine out of ten hmm. oh i recommend andor Oh, because finished? that finished yeah finished now uh really good like generally like the best thing star wars has done in a while <laughs> since the last jedi i know that's gonna piss a lot of people off but oh because you like last jedi yeah i like the last jedi i think it's the strongest one of the sequel trilogies even though people were like no it's terrible but it did something interesting with star wars which is what andor did it wasn't all just nostalgia porn um have they but yeah no up? it's very well written characters and uh, like because uh, the guy who wrote it that didn't care for Star Wars is fluff and just wanted to write a good story <laughs> so it's an actually good story very interesting characters uh, yeah I think you should watch it because I think this one would you would actually enjoy because you like more character stuff rather than all of the weird like Star Wars elements I will watch it once I have finished FIFA everything else and Devil's Hour because that's what's my priority at the minute yeah go for it I'm not saying you have to rush out and watch it it's not the highest Star Wars thing that they've done in terms of ratings because like it's 12 episodes no I mean no, I mean not like in terms of ratings out of like I mean like viewership oh viewership ratings. yeah you mean that right yeah like Obi-Wan and Boba Fett pretty much trounced it in terms of I wonder of what that people. is because it's popular characters yep I imagine it dropped off towards the end for both actually no Obi-Wan probably stayed pretty consistent Boba Fett I imagine just got went yeah although it might have stayed positive because I don't know I don't know how people felt about Boba Fett because I, I kept seeing a lot of people saying it was good I thought it was garbage <laughs> Uh, I thought that's it. Yes. There's nothing else I can think of. So, thank you for listening. Once again, I'm sorry about TBO's situation. Dan has a life. I have a life. We'll probably do something back to normal in the new year because nothing happens in January. No. Our lives will have mellowed out. It's just getting up to the Christmas period now, so we're getting quite busy. Yeah. Uh, I'm working up till uh, Christmas Day. Oh, wow. No, Christmas Eve. 
I'm and we're know. basically working up to the... I keep spinning the stupid bell and Stop then every... it! I... Oh, no. I mean, I'm also fidgeting with things. I'm fidgeting with random stuff, but... Hang on, I need to twist that. Thing. You, you don't need to do it now. Thank you for listening. And I did we it! Will... We will see you it... in the next <laughs> FB episode. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. <laughs>